Welcome to Talent Revolution Radio, the Brooks Group's podcast focused on hiring, developing, and retaining top talent. Talent Revolution Radio is the Brooks Group's response to our clients' requests for information about how to decrease turnover, increase engagement, and improve overall employee satisfaction by using our assessment tools and talent management experience. I'm Drea Douglas, Director of Talent Management Consulting. And I'm Tony Smith, RVP of Sales here at the Brooks Group. Today is episode four in a six-part series, walking through each dimension of the personal skills assessment, also known as the Hartman Value Profile after Robert Hartman, who created the instrument. Last time, we talked about the systems judgment dimension, which measures the person's ability to think bigger picture, to think critically, and to think strategically. Tony walked us through how different score and bias combinations in that dimension play out in real life especially in sales reps and leaders. Today, we're gonna talk about the sense of self dimension. We're gonna go internal. So the last three episodes were all about external factors, three broad dimensions describing our clarity and focus in the world around us. Now we're gonna go into the internal dimensions, our clarity and focus on ourself, starting with sense of self. We'll discuss how high and low scores with positive and negative biases play out in real life. Notice though that we're leaving out discussion around the neutral bias. This is because neutral means open and flexible regardless of score. Now, Tony, can you elaborate a little on what this dimension measures for us? Yeah, so the sense of self dimension is really all about overall self-awareness. We're looking at how well somebody understands who they are as an individual, how well do they see their own strengths in developmental areas, as well as their overall self-confidence and self-esteem. So these are some of the key things that we are measuring inside the sense of self dimension and and think in terms of it's how the person sees themselves as an individual. Mm, Right, apart from their roles, apart from their future, just who they are by themselves. All right, well, um, let's start with a high score with a positive bias. How does that play out in real life? So if you think in terms of a high clarity score with a positive bias, What we have is somebody who, one, clearly knows who they are as a person. They feel very good about themselves. But the positive bias indicates that they really don't feel that they need to improve or get better. They've arrived. And the way that may play out is they think they are the best, that they don't need any any changes to happen within themselves. They're not as open to coaching and development because they've already arrived. And and a lot of times we see this uh, in, in... sometimes even top performing salespeople where they've got a strong sense of self, a positive bias. They may pay attention to their manager, but usually it's just lip service. They're going to do it their way anyway. And oftentimes we find that they're the type of person that wants all the attention centered on them. They want people to notice them, that it's a strong ego uh, that comes across. And sometimes they're not always the best team player um, because it's all about them. And, and sometimes when we have a manager that's got this sort of uh, pattern as well, uh, the manager may not be as focused on the team and coaching their team and their success. It's more about how are you making me look as a manager. Um, and I, I like to, to just kind of, uh, from a humorous standpoint, when you have somebody with a high sense of self with an upward arrow, a positive bias, oftentimes you'll notice that when they walk by a mirror, They stop, they look at themselves, and they shoot the guns because they're that cool. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The big man on campus or big woman on campus. It's all about them. What's in it for me? 
um, and I'm perfect as I am. How can you improve on perfection kind of people? So another thing I often notice about these folks is that they can be really tough to coach. They aren't open to feedback. They, like I said, they think, how can you improve on perfection? I'm already great. You guys are the crazy ones. You guys are the ones that need to be fixed. So it's a really important consideration. Like Tony said, they can be top performers. They ooze confidence. They don't think they can do any wrong. But when there come performance challenges, they may not be as open to listening and hearing that. And, and oftentimes, as a, and I'll point on that, on, on coaching this individual, the person that's coaching them has to be a very strong leader. They have to be well-respected and seen as a person who's very successful. If it's a weak leader, the person with a high sense of self-positive bias is not even going to pay attention to that leader. Right. Okay, well, how about a high score and a negative bias or a down arrow? So somebody with a high sense of self-score with a downward arrow, this is actually a great combination from the standpoint that they have a high degree of self-awareness. They know who they are as an individual. They understand their own strengths and developmental areas. Uh, and they have self-esteem and self-confidence. But the downward arrow indicates that they always believe they can improve and get better. So they are definitely open to coaching and feedback. And they are open to guidance. However, because their score is high, they will seek that guidance, again, from somebody that they respect, somebody that's a strong leader. If they feel that somebody's too weak uh, or is a weaker uh, leader, then they may not as be, be as open to that person's coaching and feedback. But this person is definitely open to coaching and feedback. They're always striving to improve and get better. Um, they just may not have as many areas that they need to develop because they have that high level of self-awareness. Right. So what I've noticed about these people, too, is that their emotional intelligence tends to be a little bit better. It's not to say that it guarantees that they're emotionally intelligent. Um, I found personally that uh, the understanding others dimension and sense of self are linked. They're kind of the two halves of emotional intelligence. If you recall, the understanding others dimension is about seeing and understanding other people clearly. And the sense of self, of course, is about seeing and understanding yourself clearly. So if those two scores are both at least average to above average and fairly balanced, there's not more than a gap, a point gap difference between them. That indicates somebody who's at a higher likelihood of emotional intelligence. And then if you also have a negative bias where you're not overvaluing your relationships or overvaluing yourself, it tends to lead to higher instances of emotional intelligence. Excellent. All right, well, let's move on to um, a low score here with a positive bias, an up arrow in sense of self. All right, so this one is actually extremely rare to see, primarily because if you see a lower score, the bias will tend to be a downward arrow. But every now and then, it does happen. It's very rare. What this is saying is you have an individual who doesn't really know who they are as a person. They don't see themselves clearly. They don't see uh, not only just their overall self-awareness, but they don't often uh, portray a lot of confidence or, or um, self-esteem because sometimes they're critical on themselves. However, they have an over-evaluation. So what, what happens here is they don't know who they are. They don't see themselves clearly. They're not aware of their strengths and developmental areas. But for whatever reason, they believe they don't need to change. They don't need to do anything differently. This is would be the most challenging person to actually have to coach. And again, it's very rare to see this combination, primarily because when the score gets to a certain level uh, of clarity on the lower side, uh, you, you just aren't going to usually see a positive bias. But every now and then it does happen. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to think of, you know, some specific examples I've seen of this playing out in the real world, especially in a sales rep, you know, an unself-aware sales rep who thinks they're pretty great and sees no need to change. Do you have any um, thoughts around that, Tony? Yeah, we have seen this in, in cases where you have a rep that thinks they have all these great selling skills. They do wonderful things. They think they're they're because they they have an over uh, evaluation of themselves. They don't think that they need to change anything. They don't realize that they have a lot of gaps, a lot of areas that they need to improve. Uh, they may be missing a lot of deals, but they 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 rationalize that away mm -hmm. by saying, "Oh, it's the customer's fault, mm -hmm. not their fault." Yeah, absolutely. Okay, how about a low score and a negative bias? So a low score with a negative bias is typically somebody who's not feeling very confident about themselves as an individual. Uh, so so think in terms again, overall self awareness. They don't really see themselves clearly. They aren't feeling good about themselves. Uh, maybe in some cases they're just overly critical on themselves. They, they have a, such a high standard that they believe they can never meet. And so they're constantly striving and driving to meet that standard. Um, but they're, they're engaged almost a lot of times internally with what we would call negative self-speak. So in other words, I don't feel positive. I don't feel confident in myself. I don't really see myself that well. And I'm maybe being overly critical, um, depending on where that score is relative to the clarity level. Uh, we do see a lot of people who are driven to achieve and perform sometimes have a lower score here because they put all their emphasis on their achievements and their results on the outside world at a price internally. And they're always thinking, I can do something better, I can do something more. But there's another situation where this may play out. The person simply just does not have any confidence, any self-esteem. They, you, you see this in people uh, where you think, you know, that person just doesn't even believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's how that may play out as well. And we've seen sales reps where if they have this score, it's lower and it's a downward arrow. Sometimes they're top performers because uh, they're overly critical. So they're, so they're putting more stress on themselves. But other times what we find is we have people who simply are afraid. They have no confidence. They show no confidence in front of the customer and therefore they miss a lot of opportunities. Right. So you get either the type A personality where they are overachieving to try to prove something to the world and themselves constantly, or you get Eeyore where they're completely self-deprecating and they don't think that they can do anything right and it gets in the way of their success. So it can go either way, interestingly enough. And you know what I've also found is that high and positive bias or a positive bias and a negative bias can play out similarly. They look almost the same. Um, so, you know, someone with very low self-esteem can come across as someone who's very cocky because they're constantly trying to prove something to the world. And uh, that can play out in somebody who's constantly talking up their, their conquests, their results, their ability to achieve. And um, it, 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 can play, it can look a lot like somebody who's actually very overly confident yeah, and I think, Drea, we have to remind our, our listeners that this is an area that could be very sensitive to what's going on in their life mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. they take it. So let me give you an example of where we've seen somebody have a lower sense of self uh, score, a lower clarity score, uh, and then two months later, it's three points higher. They just went through two months where they had a bad month. They lost a big deal. And so that's affected them. They're not feeling as good and as confident about themselves. So oftentimes, this is where we have to ask ourselves, 
is this something that's based on something they're temporarily going through or sp a specific situation or is this really more permanent in how they see themselves because the coaching that you do in these areas is going to be different absolutely is it daddy issues <laughs> or are they struggling is the market bad right now absolutely great points well, that uh, brings us to a close on the sense of self dimension. Tony, thank you so much for walking us through that and a couple of real life examples of how this plays out. Hi, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, everybody. If you'd like to learn more about the assessment, we'd be happy to walk you through a sample and talk through how they may be able to support your talent initiatives. Feel free to email me at ddouglas at thebrooksgroup.com, Douglas with two S's, or to visit our website at brooksgroup.com.